The Tilted Land Shark Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $500 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the Tilted Landshark Podcast. It is brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. What do we do? We talk AUDL. That is American Ultimate Disc League, Ultimate Frisbee, that flat ball, the sport that really confused you in the movie PCU. I'm one of your hosts, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oaklawn. I've got with me my uh, my friend, my co-host, my uh, esteemed colleague, Zach. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, still a vacation for him. So Zach, um, of LO, uh, this week, there it is. Zach, how's it going, buddy? I'm all right, man. Hey, welcome back, Chase. Thank you. Thank you. Back uh, in I the, got... uh, behind the steering wheel of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta say thank you. Uh, thank you to, uh, yourself, uh, but also, uh, uh, RVG Rod Via Gomez for, uh, stepping in and getting, uh, getting an episode out last week, especially, yeah. Uh, with such a big guest, it felt like. I mean, you got you got the commish. We got the commish. Here. The commish is wise. He uh, dropped some knowledge on us. It's been a week since we talked to him. It's been a week since we recorded a podcast. So it's been a minute. But <laughs> he, uh, that was a lot of fun talking to him because I was, uh, I think it's either I was talking to him offline or on the pod. I can't remember. But we're talking about how like we've got Eli we had Matt Smith Paul Lally all these players we had them on and we kind of got in the heads of the athletes of the ADL but to hear all that business get dropped on us what they're trying to do to grow the sport um that was pretty fun uh a lot was learned and uh there's so much more potential that the league has a big ceiling huge ceiling and we're just sitting on the floor right now so it's uh it was pretty cool to be a part of that I'll tell you what I uh, the episode that you did with Rod was the one podcast that I listened to while I was on vacation. (laughs) I was I was keeping an eye on it, making sure that uh, our my baby, our our baby Mm -hmm. was safe. And um, yeah, I'm going to tell you what, uh, considering the caliber of guests that we had and my uh, tendency to talk about uh, hallucinogenics. And other just, <laughs> you know, seedy underbelly of ultimate sort of things. I feel like that vacation could have been timed any better. It might have been, you know, for long term <laughs> relations, probably better that Rod stuck it, stuck it in to get in there. But once I again, got, just huge thanks to Rod. I got the uh, message from our editor to, uh, hey, get Steve Hall on. And I think he knew you were going on vacation asking yeah. me to get Steve on. Um, no. Yeah. How was that vacation, by the way? It was great. It was uh, it was really good. It was really good. Um, I uh, I have not been on vacation um, pro- for that length of time uh, unless I was uh, you know convalescing from like a back surgery. 
I broke my back. What do you mean by that? You broke my back, back is broken. What uh, a vertebrae or, or well, what portion? Spinal. Or just the birth of a child, uh, you know, have that. So I, I or just getting shit done. So I haven't, I hadn't had like an actual like vacation, vacation. My mother, my mother just uh, retired from the University of Arkansas Medical School Library, uh, where she was like a cataloger, and then she also worked in the writing center, helping people like write grants and write papers and stuff. And uh, you know, she was there for a very long time. She got it. She just retired, much deserved. So her and my retired dad who's been trying to be jimmy buffett my entire life got a house uh on the beach close to i think uh ancestral home of jimmy buffett which i feel like wasn't a coincidence and they're staying there for like a month and uh so i got to take the kids down there and you know it was fun it was it was fun it was their first trip to the beach uh you know a lot of fun swimming with the kids it was great it was really good good that's always a nice little sight the kids first time at the beach oh yeah it would be a lot of fun I got I got like first introduction pictures of like them like putting a foot in the ocean, so that was that was cool. Yeah, um, it's always fun, and then cleaning up all the sand and it just gets everywhere. Even yeah, uh, you know, it's right on the the beach house was like right on the beach though, right? You didn't have to get in yeah. any cars. Okay, no, yeah, we there was a there was a highway, a divided highway in between, not like a yeah. like a cra- crazy one or anything, not like the one like Dwayne Haskins tried to walk a on a beach highway. Yeah, yeah, it was just like a beach highway, and oh, so uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, this is the that best. Was- subtly slipped in there. I it wasn't for I mean, it was just to draw a comparison. That's all. Um, <laughs> so yes, uh, it was. It wasn't the it wasn't the best beach. Like uh, it's so close to like the mouth of the Mississippi that the the water was kind of muddy. It was like pretty warm water too, and like it was on like an oyster reef. So there's like oyster shells like all over the place, and they're like broken and sharp and stuff. So mostly we just pulled it, but you know it was cool like watching them pick up like shells and stuff. Yeah. Fun fact about Dwayne Haskins, uh, mm-hmm. that highway he got hit on. It's a highway I used to travel a lot when I was a kid down in South Florida. So once really? I heard about that, like I pictured. Yeah. I hate to turn this story like complete 180 morbid, but. Well, I mean. I'm glad he had fun at the beach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And we, I mean, I wasn't, that wasn't a dig at Dwayne Haskins or, or his untimely yeah. passing. It was just the best comparison I could draw at the time. It, it made sense. Yeah. It what can I say? I don't know what to say. Ladies and gentlemen, simple minds. Oh no! So that that, yeah, I gotta get a lot of use. I told so I told Zach I've I've got like a bunch of drops ready to go for these for these episodes. That I actually uh, my mind was so free and open on on vacation that I scoured the internet for for sound drops to to drop in. Um, but yeah, man, I hear you got drunk at a company picnic. Oh wait, you heard that? You told me. Oh so no! You, so then you definitely did. <laughs> Whoops. Um. Yeah, we had a company picnic uh, at a soccer game, kind of a not even minor league soccer. This is like the team came from Michigan that we played against, and they arrived in a school bus. Is it like USISL like, sort of thing? I NAISL. NAISL sounds familiar. My, um, my dad was the co-owner of a semi-pro soccer team in Little Rock, Arkansas, when I was a kid. Really? It could have been yeah. one of those leagues. What a moneymaker um, that was, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's I. Like I said, that team from Michigan came down in a school bus. Yep. So, um, picnic was fun though. They they given up free drink tickets, and you know, in the South, half the people here don't drink. So uh, you had so a lot of you I was collecting tickets. tickets. Yeah, there you go. I was um, 
collecting tickets and just having a good time. So that was a lot of fun. Um, what what were you game. willing to give off of your roster for these uh, for these drink tickets and, and trades and exchanges? Were you like throwing in like future like you know ticket yeah. ticket draft All picks the, uh... or like you? So I, I have a package, premium package. It's you know eight ninety nine a month. You know just one ticket will cover you know three months. No, they yeah. people are too nice out here. It's the southern right. hospitality. Drink up. Uh, right. Game ended in a you know classic zero zero tie. Which yeah. is why we love soccer, right? And ultimately, so they're scoring, which is fun. Yeah. So I uh, I'll tell you what I uh, I used to work in the liquor industry, and we had a saying for when like there were company things like that because we would go to like you know distilleries and breweries and you know tap rooms and stuff and it was the saying was mm-hmm. you know no one gets promoted at any of these things but people do get fired so like you always had to be <laughs> you you're supposed to be repping the liquor brand but like do not do anything to look uh shit faced yeah pretty mm-hmm. much pretty much oh man mm-hmm. so we we had some just wonderful AUDL action i didn't get to keep up on it like i wanted to uh because you know life but uh i yeah. did get to ch- get a chance to kind of follow the the scores as they were as they were going down uh to cheer on our our uh our one dog that we really liked but uh what'd you think of the play Not did the... any any big storylines develop out of this week um a couple i i feel terrible for indy by the way they were if madison lost indy lost not a lot not a lot happened in the third spot in the central but man, that could have been a huge step up to take that third spot. Um, <clears throat> nothing big. American teams still can't make it to uh, make it well in Canada unless you're in New York. Um, Oakland with a complete 180, flipping their season around. And Portland sucks, and uh, I'm sure we'll get more into that yeah. later on. Definitely, we're definitely going to have to talk our our beloved uh our, our beloved spiders here because uh they they had themselves a a weekend just a, a yeah. really good weekend uh you know and uh you was, know uh, poor poor San Diego say, poor San Diego yeah. I just I just got to say because uh it was their chance to to really put themselves in a, in a position to maybe kind of assert themselves with Colorado with Salt Lake to or sorry mm-hmm. yeah Colorado and Salt Lake to to maybe make a push and. They kept it close until late. <laughs> this is the one of the ones I was watching live, yeah. just watching the numbers update on my phone. Um, yeah, oh, that was the other team I was going to say. What's Paul that? Lally with the score also. Let's See, throw that Paul out Lally, there. A Lally pap. The only thing that was going for San Diego is Paul Lally and Travis Dunn. Um, we'll get into their games because Goose wasn't there. But, yeah, another team I'm just like, what is going on? They were my choice to finish the top of the West, eventually to lose to Colorado in the – final playoff game but yeah they're just disappointing they're minus five and a half point underdogs i would have never guessed they would have been any more than one or two point dog going into the season in any game but to be minus five and a half minus six yeah. against these teams and obviously they can't keep up it's the west looks like it should just be a two-divisional playoff race while you know the teams like in the south should have three so so i'm you know all right, we're, we're, we'll get into the the full breakdown of the the lines and everything. But what do, what do you think are the biggest stories coming out coming out of this weekend? Is it the the way that Oakland has really kind of turned it on? Is it the way that uh, you know the the way that Madison continues to confound? What's the what's the headline here? The big headline, I think, the big headline is the way San Diego disappointed. Um, kind of a negative headline. No, 
Nothing really stood out as for winners. Great, good for Oakland, the kind of turnaround they have. But the big headline right now, since they're a playoff team, is San Diego's just falling apart. Um, and obviously are a big tier below these other playoff teams. And it's shown by this past weekend. Yeah, it's the West is kind of starting to, to look into like a little bit of a log jam. The East is sorted itself out uh the central still kind of or the south still kind of kind of open but you know what we're gonna get all into these after we take a quick break pay some bills we'll be right back with more tilted land shark on the sports gambling podcast network make sure to get down on the wins bet fifty dollars to win two hundred dollar promotion where a fifty dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets Bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July 31st, 2022. Get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay win resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit winnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the Tilted Land Shark Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chase Sess, with my other host, Zach Um Avello. And time has come. Let's take a look at how these games shook out week nine in the AUDL. Let's see who's a who's a great who's a good team, who's a great team, and who just has that dog in them. So uh Starting off in the East, the only game in the East this week, we had Boston going to Toronto as a four and a half point favorite. Uh, total set at 44, or, or sorry, as a four and a half point favorite. Total set at 44 and a half, and they were a minus 450 favorite on the money line. I tell you what, uh, I was really hyped up for Boston this one. I had not been uh, pretty uh, trusting of Toronto is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. That's... We deserve that. I just all right. That. Story time, real quick. I don't know right. about to dive into the games, but I got a quick story. Um, when I was in grad school, I got my master's degree in chemistry, and we had to teach labs. We had to teach undergrads uh, their labs that they took, and one of my lab mates was teaching uh, bioorganic chemistry, mm-hmm. um, and his reports so, were given quick. to him. Yes, I'm gonna raise my hand. Will you call me? I got my. Yeah, I got. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Chase. He's yes. Okay. Th- thank you, Zach. Um, were you like a, a teacher? Teacher? Or were you like a TA? TA. Okay. Did teacher you ever find? Yeah. Did you find love as a TA? That seems to be a common theme in pornography. Uh, none. Um, okay. not a lot of chemistry going on in the chemistry labs. Um, All right. Uh, we're gonna blow right past what you a, just said. Story. Back to the story. <laughs> um, no. So, someone answered a question. The report that my lab mate got. And it was so bad, so incoherent. I literally looked up that quote, copied and pasted it under the notes from the teacher part of the grade and um, told my buddy, hey, give this back to him. Give him a zero and uh, he'll get a kick out of it. It's kind of fun. Yeah. So 
Uh, that yeah. is always a go-to quote when someone just yeah. like us trying to pick Boston minus four going up in Canada. Yeah, I'm thinking of that kid now. And I'm like, and now I mean, he seems to be doing well, serving uh, 20 of his 25 to life uh, term after he <laughs> after he uh, flipped out after that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I called that guy. I, so here, here's the problem is, uh, one, I, I don't think I looked at where this, this game was being played because if I'd realized they were playing this in Toronto, I'm sure I looked and I just didn't realize. Uh, I didn't realize, well, I realized I didn't realize uh, they were playing in Toronto and that American teams don't do well when they cross the border, like you said, unless they are New York. Yeah. And uh, I, I should have, uh, there, there are trends and I paid attention to the wrong one. Yeah, so Boston went into Canada earlier this year on a road trip, lost to Ottawa, lost to Montreal. I'm thinking they've got their legs back under them. That was some early season woes. But, yeah, in Toronto, we just don't have any faith in Toronto. That defense is pretty atrocious. So I I was on Boston minus four and a half also. And uh, lo and behold, these under 500 teams in the East, don't trust them going up into Canada at all. I mean, it's it's – who is it? It's Boston. It's, uh, I mean, Philadelphia is right around 500. I think they still have a road trip up there. So sure. It's a, it's a tough stretch. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just not a lot to trust there from the Boston squad. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, I, I don't trust it because I don't know what it is. Uh, that's the Madison radicals. Um, they had a game against Minnesota, the wind chill. Minnesota was the four point favorite. Oh boy, did they cover that? Uh, and it looks like it was a total of thirty-nine and a half on the money on the uh, total, and uh, they were big favorites on the money line. And the big favorites on the money line absolutely handled business, doubling up Madison, mm-hmm. 22-11. What do yeah. we make of the Madison Radicals, dude? I, I would if I would have saw this line, I would have leaned towards Madison plus the four. They played teams at their like higher caliber, very close. They also played teams of lower caliber pretty close. Um, but throwing up 11 That's points, bad. they didn't score more than three in a single quarter. Um, it was really bad. 42 turnovers, which is a season high for any team in the AADL, uh, which also leads to how good Minnesota is on defense. Right. Um, a big strategy in ultimate sometimes is you put your seven best players on offense, and the goal is for them to never turn the disc over, and you'll eventually – uh, on paper win the game looks like minnesota's doing the complete opposite yeah uh their offense on the stat sheet isn't anything spectacular i thought they were going to be but their defense is disgusting scary if you have one off game against them uh chicago has to play them in the playoffs for one game and you know decides to have an off game all Jonas doesn't do well then this minnesota team is going to make you look like madison and only score 11 they look very impressive um no team outside of Chicago has put up more than 16 on this Minnesota team all season. So uh, just out of curiosity, because I know when I played club, it, it was the it, we did the the kind of the Minnesota sort of thing when it, it, we put our very best athletes, our very best ultimate players out there on our D line and let them be the team that that generated, you know, generated points. And if they were on a roll, they could just stay out there. It was the less athletic uh, mm-hmm. guys that uh, you know, like myself that um, were, were playing on the playing on the O-lines, and it was just their job to score and get it back to the D, you know? Um, what I mean, how did how did you guys play play with the Night Watch and the Hustle? Was it the same thing or was it different? Um, hustle, some of the more skilled players uh, offensively 
Miranda did a good job throwing people in the roles that they were best in. I mean, we talked to Matt Smith and Eli. Uh, fantastic cutters downfield. Yep. Um, a lot of big egos, I guess, cutting on the offensive end for Atlanta. So they threw me in there as kind of a, hey, make sure everything is kind of stable back there. You put a lot of good throwers on the hustle. As for the night watch, uh, it, it didn't matter who you threw on there. We're either going to get broken or we we're going to just – be walked all over by the offense, but we won't talk about that. Um, I'm sure. Just yeah, I think go go with what your what your talent depth is like, because I guess if you're yeah. probably, if you're like a club team where you don't have like a huge roster, then you're probably going to want to put you. I guess your your strongest players who who have give you the best chance of scoring and have maximized their time on field being on D. And this mini team is pretty deep. I mean, they don't have any standouts on this team, which probably helps. Like offensively, like. Week after week, it's someone else carrying the load. Um, when I was always playing, you know, early college, it was definitely different, not the best, but the way I've always saw it is defense went out there to wear out the offense. Yeah. Whether you score a lot or not, if you wear out that offense and are able to break them late in game, you yeah. should be able to get the win. Um, kind, of, kind of the hustle on D, rest on offense, yeah. and, and just kind of uh... – you know, maybe maybe not exert as much energy on offense, exert the amount of energy that you need to keep them running after you constantly. Exactly. The defense is usually the deepest. Like, you'll run 14, 18 players yeah. deep on defense. Like, scoring deep. scoring fast is great, but so is, like, playing, like, a slow-composed five-minute mm-hmm. point. All right, moving on. Now that I've beat that subject into the ground, uh, we had a really good matchup, a little bit of a shocker of a good matchup, I feel like. Uh, when you had the uh, Chicago... Union head down to take on the Indianapolis Alley Cats in the land where they don't see the sun in a domed enclosure. Colby Dan, if you're listening, we're sorry. We apologize. Um, but yeah, uh, Indy was a six point dog here. Uh, the total they we they can't set the totals high enough for for games and domes. And uh, yeah, Chicago falls uh or sorry they actually get the money line they were the sorry they didn't cover the six point spread but they they hit the minus uh 1200 on the money line if anywhere you anyone was feeling froggy there uh with the 24 23 win uh the chicago team is good uh, i i said this before when you go into indianapolis and you play in the dome there's a shock and awe factor like the opening scene of saving private ryan on omaha beach where you realize that these guys can throw anything at you from anywhere because wind is not a factor Mm-hmm. And that was nearly the case for Chicago. In the first quarter, almost half their turnovers – oh, let's say this backwards. Almost half their turnovers came in the first quarter. Uh, it took them a minute to adjust. I would say the big kickers, Indy had their number for 42 minutes. Three and a half quarters, Indy was controlling the game. Um, it wasn't until the last half of the fourth quarter where Indy, I think, only put up one goal. They're off. I was watching this. I watched the back half of the fourth quarter because I saw this where Chicago made the run. And Indy's offense looks stagnant. Um, yeah. I, I, there's only so much, you know, you could throw the disc anywhere you want, but if you're not going to be able to have the energy to run around, then where can the thrower throw it? Uh, that was the case. Indy's only score came within a minute left, and they needed a desperate quick score uh, after being down two, and that's what happened. Cameron Brock had to make a hell of a play in the end zone. So Indy kind of fell apart there, had Chicago's number, and I was like I said, like, they were close. That that probably would have solidified a three seed for them if they would have beaten Chicago and coasted the rest of the season, because um, their schedule is probably easier than Madison's. Uh, Madison still has to play Indy. 
Minnesota and Chicago yet again for the last four games. So it's going to be tough for Madison. Indy could have probably locked up virtually a three seed here, but they'll have to uh, keep grinding. Um, Yeah. See, all right. So all this does is add even more intrigue to what the fuck is the Madison radicals because the radicals had almost an identical game whenever they came into Indy. They had from the game flow all the way to the final score had almost an identical game with how this was played. So what did we learn from this game? Feels like absolutely nothing. Uh, Just, I still know nothing about the radicals. Ultimate's a different game indoors. That's what we learned. Um, There we go. Yeah, I I agree with you. Madison, you don't know what you're going to get. That's why like when they play Indy again and Indy's going to be that three seed and they have to play from behind, Madison may take it to them and may win by like four or five goals. We don't know. We really don't know what we're getting. So yep. when that game comes up, that'd be a, not an easy one to handicap. Yeah. Listen, another, another outing by the, like this, by the radicals. And uh, I am officially giving them the nickname. Are you ready for this? Let's hear it. The, the Baticals. Oh man. That is a huge. And you sure you want to say that on the, uh, but, but here's the ways? deal. It's a double-edged sword, Zach. It's a double-edged sword. If they turn it around, then they can still be the badicals, you know? It's all about you know, like, the tone. Like a youth would like a youth would use, you know, where bad means good. You know, like, oh man, like uh this new Nintendo 64 I don't game know if they is use... bad. <laughs> I think they use the word bussin' now. That's what bussin'. they use. Yeah, well I, I don't know. I think there's what's happening with the youth, there seems to be just a, a either like a sauce or a liquid issue because everyone's dripping. People, They're everyone needs ready to move into the metaverse. Everyone needs wet naps because of all the drip. Uh, this is a good time to go to commercial break, I think. <laughs> <laughs> let's get out of here. Yeah, let's. Uh, we need a little deuce, deuce ex machina here to, to end this story. Uh, all right, we'll be right back uh, on the sports, oh, the Tilt Land Shark on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network right after this quick break. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, we're going to pick a player. We're going to pick the number of points they score in a game or how many hits they have in a baseball game. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and we can play together. We've got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun for us all to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash sgp welcome back to the tilted land shark podcast once again your host chase sessions with me zach um of lo and we're taking we're rider we're gonna ride or die with the boys on the west side here when we take a look at the western division which was a mystery wrapped in an enigma nestled in a little ball ball of riddles just pandemonium cats and dogs living together up is down black is white what did you make of this san diego salt lake game on friday yeah um well san diego covers by the hook 
And also, we'll talk about this in the next game. San Diego against Colorado, covered by the hook. Um, no, Salt Lake looked good. Salt Lake's back in their, you know, normal form. You know, Jordan Kerr, five assists. Joe Merrill, four goals. And Clutton, their captain on the defensive end with four blocks. Um, Paul Lally had to kind of take center stage. Goose Helton didn't make the road trip to San Diego. So Paul Lally, uh had five turnovers, which doesn't help San Diego's case. Kind of a bad night for him. Hashtag um, Lally gang. Go ahead. We're, we're part of the Lally gang. We yeah. first we team All-American. The, we represent until the, we Lally, the Lallypop Guild is what it what it is. There we go. Uh, big bright spot for San Diego. Travis Dunn with Goose Helton come, uh, out. He kind of was able to shine a little bit. McDougal, their big addition, San Diego, literally nothing this game. Had a plus minus of negative one. So that means he turned the disc over more times than he either scored or threw an assist or got a block. Um, yeah. And I Salt Lake, this game looked like it should have been a blowout. Somehow San Diego covered. Again, I said this earlier in the show. I would have never guessed San Diego to be a big five-and-a-half-point dog at any point this season. And here we are, and they're covering only by the hook, which is kind of disappointing to see what they like. Their defense is bad. Their defensive offense can't get any opportunities. Um, let's see. What do I have here? Only 11 chances for breaks. Um, Salt Lake's offense did a great job. But you'll find out in the Colorado game, they didn't have a lot of opportunities for breaks then. So they got to figure something out on the defensive end against these like these new teams that have high-powered offenses. So, um, si- similar – all right, so – I have a theory with the West and as our our resident data analyst, I'm going to put you to task on this, which is I feel like the back to backs are a little bit tougher in the West and you're more prone to having teams just dump both games in the back to backs. I wonder what their winning percentage is in the back to backs. I I've watched, uh, you know, as a, as a uh, blood myself, I've watched a lot of documentaries about the gang situation in Compton and South central uh, LA. And it seems like, you know, uh, it, in those situations, if you grew up a part, you know, certain member of a certain uh, blood or crip set, be it like the grape street or the, you know, maybe like the, the rolling thirties or something. Like uh, if you left your portion of, of the hood, you better be ready to, you know, say who you are, who your grandmama is. I mean, we've all listened to that Kendrick Lamar album. We know how the, how the interaction goes down. And uh, I feel like that might is essentially uh, AUDL two game road trips in a, uh, in a, because yeah. uh, if you don't come correct, you might get smoked and people get, um, have been getting smoked on these two, two game, you know, back to back trips. Yeah. So traveling, I don't think is any easier in the West than it is anywhere else. Cause it's, they're well, going. All right. I, I appreciate you trying to just shrug that off, but I want to know what you think of my parallel that I just made there with the, the <laughs> gang violence in south central los angeles and chase i think we established this earlier this year that your uh pop culture references especially the rap related ones go straight <laughs> over my yeah, head that's okay i'll give you some um, viewing viewing materials okay i'll let you yeah, get on what you're talking about no i was about to say the um road teams back-to-backs san diego and oakland go 4-0 against the spread this weekend so that kind of like goes against what we've always said. But as for straight up, with the Oakland-Portland game, we'll get to it because that was just a mess. But yeah, it's traveling in the West doesn't seem like it's an easy task because of how much you have to travel. Um, yeah. uh, I don't think 
they may have flown from, you know, Salt Lake to San Diego or Salt Lake to Colorado, maybe drove. That's not an easy drive if they do that. I'm going to, you know what, let me amend this theory, which is uh, maybe it's when you're the better team. It's like a flip-flop. It's the better teams are the ones that go 0-2 on road trips, and it's the mm-hmm. ones that you're not expecting, like the Cascades, yeah. uh, you know, like the, the, the Cascades in Seattle, uh, Seattle, uh, what Oakland did this weekend. Maybe, maybe yeah. that's the case. Like, you know, it's a, it's a freaky Friday. It's not no, gang violence. It's a freaky Friday. I don't expect Seattle to go into Salt Lake and uh, Colorado. Oh, they probably already done that and they did not do so hot, but true. I mean, they've got some wins that no one expected though. That's for sure. True. They they little ones that started the downfall of Portland. They're yeah. the reason why Marks is probably not going to win Rookie of the Year. It's all because of Seattle. They did one thing this season. It was that. Yeah. So all right, moving on. We had the second half of this head to head for San Diego going to Colorado. Uh, this time a Colorado, a, a big six and a half point favorite. You already talked about that dirty stinking hook. Uh, it was a total of forty three and a half, which they just blew by because uh, they put up forty eight total in this one when Colorado mm-hmm. won at twenty seven twenty one. Colorado. Minus 1600 If you bet $10, congratulations on your uh, 16 cents, I believe, uh, in this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, somewhere around there. Um, God, uh, Colorado, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say other than... Uh, you look good! Right. You look good! They look good. They look I real look good. So good. Um, uh, our, our friends at Ringer at the Ringer AUDL, uh, you know, they uh, they have uh, Colorado on the top tier now. Yeah, uh, well, I saw they the put New them York. up there with them ahead of Carolina. Finally, um, I've been on this team. They're not going to, you know, sneak past us as a they're going to finish the season undefeated. Probably um, I was going to get some props San Diego real quick. Their offense cleaned it up a little bit. Again, the biggest issue is their defense. Only three break opportunities. That means Colorado's offense, they've gotten, like, I think 10 – how many total turnovers? Like 10 or 12 total turnovers from Colorado, but only three came from the offensive end. Their offense only gave San Diego three chances for a break. Um, and I think that does or doesn't include end-of-quarter turnovers. But, yeah, Colorado's just a clean ultimate team. Another cut actually had a cleaner game, only two turnovers. He's still uh, – second in the league for most turnovers in the team or yeah. in the entire league. Um, but yet he's considered the best thrower. And it, it makes sense that they, they allow him to do that. And they just say everyone else on this team, let's play some clean ult or clean ultimate. Um, yeah. Atkins five assists and a finer seven goals were the big standouts on Colorado outside another cut. Yeah. Um, We've only got a few yeah. weeks left to play in the season, and uh, we, it just looks like we are steadily marching on to a, a Summit Empire championship. It seems like if everything goes yeah. as it as as it's been going, that's that's the way it looks, and it doesn't look like there'll be much of a question about it. Now, I'm not sure. We'll when we'll cross the bridge when we get there. The whole Minnesota versus Chicago in the playoffs yeah. to make it to um, championship weekend, but let's say theoretically. New York is going to finish undefeated, I think, by a landslide. If Colorado and Chicago finishes undefeated, how exactly they're going to do the tiebreaker between those two teams? I'm not sure. Uh, It looks like unless Minnesota pulls off an upset to make the playoffs, it looks like the South is going to get the fourth seed. And Carolina 
traditionally it's, it's usually points differential and everything. Yeah, I gotta I gotta that's think that's probably it. And it, if that's, that's the, the case, way. you gotta think that the the edge goes to Chicago because they're playing in the West in a division that's putting up a lot of points every single week. Yeah. Uh, I, and did I say Chicago? I meant Colorado if I said Chicago. My bad. Well, I, I once you said West, I kind of knew where you're going with that. Um, cause it probably will be Chicago, but <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see. And if we get that, we get a Carolina versus New York rematch of last year's finals and this year's semifinals. It Carolina doesn't have the same team because of injuries. Uh, Andres Youngs was a big reason why they won it last year, but that would be a hell of a rematch. Um, so that being said, San Diego covers the six and a half points. Right. But Colorado, that is a damn good looking win. I don't care if San Diego doesn't look good right now. They, their their offense is getting cleaner and cleaner, and they're, yeah. they're the dominant team in the West for sure. There, there's no way that, that San Diego couldn't put together a push to uh, maybe try to push Salt Lake City out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how many more head-to-heads they have remaining, what the, the, the rest of the schedule is like. But, yeah, I, I mean, even even with the tougher teams, the way that they're playing, you got to think that they make a push. I but. think San Diego or Salt Lake – let me look at the standings real quick. Um, They're – I mean, they're two and a half games back from Colorado, so they won't be catching up there. But they're only a half game up on San Diego. So yeah. – they got the tiebreaker on San Diego, but they're only a half game up on them. Uh, San Diego right now with three straight losses. No, two straight losses. So it's not looking good, but yeah. Um, if, if, if it ends like this, San Diego will have to go to Salt Lake City, which, as we saw this past weekend, won't turn out too well for them. Right. So moving on, uh, the big winners of the weekend, the team that I believe started mm-hmm. uh, o- 0-5, I, I, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, they have a... Uh, they're on my Freaky Friday flippy floppy angle here. They go into Seattle, uh, play the Cascades, who are shockingly devoid of sockeye players. Uh, they are a one and a half point favorite, starting to get respect from the book. Uh, worth noting. Uh, then a total set of forty-one. They were the favorite on the money line, even uh, minus one seventy-five, and uh, they get the dub twenty-two seventeen. They cover. Game goes under. You get you get to pay for all the juice if you bet the money line and. Uh, uh, I mean, what can you say about the Oakland Spiders? And then, hey, oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, now, oh, right. hey, oh, oh. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. So, um, before I hit on Oakland, real quick, Seattle. Earlier in the season, after they beat Portland, I was so high on Seattle. I thought I was buying stock at the right time. They went yeah. into LA. Like you're buying Microsoft in the '80s, is what you're saying. Exactly. Um, that's what. Not, not AS. Maybe like Bitcoin in yeah twenty twenty. Yeah. Apple in um, the seventies, sort of, sort of. Thing. Yeah. Uh, it gave it gave Forrest Gump wrong. financial freedom. <laughs> uh, completely wrong on that end. That pop culture I got. That reference I yeah. got. You you look um, you uh, I don't know this isn't supposed to be an insult. So if it comes off as one, I apologize ahead of time. You got a face that makes me think you'd like Forrest Gump. You know, it's it's a classic. I could yeah. get into the classics. It's there you go. Easy. There you go. Please, um, conti- please continue. Please continue. All right, let's talk about Oakland now. I'm done with Seattle. Done with them for the rest of the season. Norton, Long, you're going to hear these two t- uh, names a lot, especially going to the next game. And maybe moving forward, they could put a push. They could, they're could. they catching up to the Aviators right now. Don't think they'll be hitting that third spot unless San Diego just really craps the bed. 
Right. Um, Norted and long five assists apiece. Um, that yeah, this game obviously it wasn't pretty. This um, it saw a six minute point early in the first quarter. I think it was at this point we knew there's going to be some ugly ultimate. Oakland yeah. gets the hold. It had eleven total turnovers in that one point. By the way, that it was imagine playing. I mean, there was a timeout. I think in there a six yeah. minute point. Imagine running sprints for six minutes straight. I love I love those because uh, both teams are just pissed off at turnovers. Even if you're on defense and the other team turns it over, like towards the end of that point, you're just like, "You motherfuckers, can you mm-hmm. catch this? Like we're both we're gonna die out here. Come on." My strategy is I'm gonna chill. Hopefully, you guys can get it. Oh, you didn't get it. You're not gonna get me to play defense then. Um, yeah. That's just the- you, you. Just start yelling switch over and over again, and let, <laughs> let someone else just hey, if they if their hearts are into it, they'll play defense. I'll just sit in the corner of the end zone and wait for the disc to come back towards me. Yeah, um, yeah Oakland, a pretty solid game against Seattle. Pretty conservative play too. Only three huck attempts. A yeah. team that hit double figure huck attempts all season and went two for three in hucks this game. Um, and then they go into Portland the next game. So if you want to give people the details, yeah, on so that's o- red. Oakland is a, a two and a half point dog rolling into Portland. Uh, total set at 44 and a half. Uh, Oakland, a healthy plus 245, uh, you know, dog on the money line. And uh, hold on, wait, hold on, my phone just buzzed. What's up? Yeah, this just in Oakland just scored again. Um, <laughs> it's going to keep on scoring. Yeah, at 35 to 21, uh, which has got to be up there for a beatdown of the season. Uh, I, I haven't seen it. Has anyone given up 35 points yet? I don't think so. Not even in, I'm, in, in the dome. So I think, yeah, I think Indy put up 33 against Detroit, and that was the most we saw all season, I believe. Yeah. So far, and then there's a few New York games. Did New York ever hit 37? Maybe if I'm remembering correctly, maybe just 31. Maybe, they might, yeah, maybe, but I don't. I think that if they did it, it was against one of those Canadian teams. Um, Let's see. They hit 30, if, 31. Yeah, just 31 max. So, high so, scoring game of the season from God, Oakland. Stop hitting him. He's already dead. Yeah, that was a 14, a 14 point blowout there, which uh, at home, man, the Portland just doesn't seem comfy in the confines of the confines of their just. <clears throat> dope ass soccer stadium that they yeah that they play on uh leandro marks he he looks good so he's by theory Still looks feels good feels good plays good you look good right. you look good you look good leandro but I, I, what's wrong with the rest of this team uh i'm gonna so i've i've <coughs> just got been bagging on portland i i meant to call this out a, a couple weeks ago i think it was when uh, la was playing against portland uh, I'm not sure who it is who's handling their pulls when they're on D points, but he might be the best puller in the league. Just throwing that out there. Uh, so if you're out there and listening, I'm sorry for your, your slide, but you're really good at throwing it really high for a really long distance. Of That's time. a stat distance and time. I would like to see is uh, hang times and distance on pulls. I think that's one they used to keep. I don't think they've been keeping it lately. Yeah. But yeah, this game saw a total of three blocks three block it was an offensive game but somehow oakland puts up 35 gets a lot of breaks and that's because i watched this game portland kept turfing the disc their offense just looked lazy and horrible they look like they were the ones on the back-to-back just apathetic Um, hipsters is that what we got yeah pretty much they i think i think they thought it was too cool to play ultimate on sunday so they just decided to cave 
Um, yeah. Something and, interesting about this game. Yeah. No, I, ahead, you're about to say something. Well, I was going to say, there's not, uh, when a team just gets a, its its ass rolled like this, like there's just, there's not a whole lot that, uh, that you can really glean from it, I don't think. But listen, we got to, I'm going to hit one more game real quick and then we're going to take a quick break, which is uh, uh, the Detroit Mechanics with an X did not lose this week. So big hand, Detroit. There you go, Mechanics Detroit. Uh, they, they had a bye week. Got them. We fucking got them. <laughs> go, yeah, Detroit. That feel bad. All right. Oh, man. So we uh, need to quite take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the uh, thrilling conclusion of week nine of the Tilted Land Shark podcast, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We'll, we'll be right back. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones... Even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. All right, welcome back. And there's uh, nothing left to do but take it down to the dirty south. I'm talking the land of UGK. I'm talking the land of Outcast. I'm talking about... Uh, wow, what this feels actually now in hindsight, this would feel insulting. The home and master P, the dirty <laughs> south. Um, we had Carolina traveling to Tampa Bay. Uh, it might be time to flip our, our stance on, on taking these, uh, you know, b- bigger numbers with uh, Tampa Bay. They were a five and a half point dog to Carolina, uh, total set at 38 and a half. And uh, Carolina, of course, minus 1200 on the money line. We had been almost feasting a little bit on these uh, spreads that have been too big for Tampa Bay. And uh, mm-hmm. it seems like those spreads are starting to shrink uh, just a little yeah. bit because I think at the beginning of the season there, I, I don't think there was any world where Tampa Bay would have been less than a eight and a half to even nine and a half point dog to Carolina. Yeah. Um, and so first of all, we, we gave a little shout out to Detroit for not losing this weekend, but Dallas and Tampa still, both loss um yeah something's yeah. gotta get someone has to win i mean dallas yeah. and tampa someone's gonna win they're gonna yeah. play each other sooner or later you um, know when you play youth sports and you have a really tall friend and he's the one that always gets called for the fouls even though he didn't necessarily do anything wrong just because he's 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 the biggest he gets the biggest attention well that's like the Dow, the detroit loose streak that's what they're that's the punching bag the they're the punching they're bag. the punching bag yeah um yeah tampa's offense at home I've been seeing is pretty atrocious. Um, Perales with 309. Oh, no, the Jaime Perez with 309 throwing yards and three assists. Uh, you know, Atlanta defunct going back down to Tampa. He did okay. 
Uh, Tannen Hedges for Tampa, five turnovers. This guy has a – he's got a personal vlog that he – He's been vlogging his AEDL success or AEDL life. I don't know if he's still vlogging right now with a 0-7 start to his season. Yeah. And then, yeah, Carolina's – so I didn't really get deep into Carolina's stat sheet because um, – What can you confusion. get from this game? Yeah. What can I – yeah. Well, it's not only that. They only um, tallied like 12 of Carolina's 23 points. Uh, I have no idea what happened to the stat guy here. He kind of uh, screwed up. I don't, uh, too hot in Tampa, getting ready for the nightlife. Go go hang out with Tampa Bay. I don't know what he was doing, but ladies and gentlemen, simple minds. You can do that for anyone down in Florida, honestly. Yeah. I'll, uh, first I'll of all, take I, the blunt on that. I, I as a non-Floridian, I take offense when you don't pronounce it Florida. Um, Florida. Yeah. Uh, I always think of Silicon Valley. Thank you, F- Florida. Um, is this another thing that just goes straight over your head? Um, oh, no, Silicon Valley is my favorite show. We'll move great. on now. Great, great, great. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tampa Bay, just a personal plea. Uh, please start winning games so that I can call you the Sex Cannons. Moving on, <laughs> we had Dallas, the little brother, the Legion, uh, heading out to Austin to take on um, the Dallas Soul, the shit out of Lux, or uh, I don't know, whatever the opposite of the shit out of Lux is because they're playing really. Fucking good ultimate right now. They get the 26-20 win over Little Brother. They do not cover the seven-point spread. They do not. Maybe it's time to start betting Dallas. Maybe those numbers are getting too big. If they have a, another head-to-head, I'll have to look and see. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's a game goes way over, set at 40-and-a-half. And, a half. and uh, Austin, of course, uh, minus 2,000, the heaviest favorite on the money line this weekend. So, yeah, well, they get you know, they get Dallas. Austin goes into Dallas next weekend. So, what do you think that line's going to be at? Austin traveling to Dallas next weekend. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it grows by a half. I think it's Austin. I think it's Austin seven and a half. You think Austin seven and a half? I yeah. I want to go like five and a half. I think five and a half, yeah. six and a half. They'll see this game. I think the second game between them was a five point game, so maybe five and a half. Uh, Elliot Moore and Rookie of the Year candidate Rad six assists apiece. Colin Hank with four goals. I think we're going to see the number one play of the season or the game, number one play of the weekend coming out of this game with uh, Switech with a huge grab. This highlight's been going all over social media. This guy gets up and his feet are at Dallas. This guy from Dallas goes up for it. Switech's feet are at this guy's hips. He gets Whew. that high up. He double yeah. jumps over this guy. Yeah. Um, I, I used yeah, to do Austin's it with one jump. Team. No big deal. Yeah. No yeah. big deal. Just an easy 36-inch vertical. Yeah. Um, NBA, look, get Dallas, goes, Dallas gets to host Austin next weekend. Uh, they're not going to win that game. We'll talk about it more. But after that, Austin has to go to Atlanta. Or no, Atlanta comes to Texas in two weeks. So we may get a look-ahead spot. Um, and, you know, maybe we'll have someone on Austin come in next Monday. Hopefully we'll get the win so they're not a little pissed off next yeah. monday but i kind of want to get someone from austin to talk about it. That, that's going to be the game of the weekend for sure yeah austin has um, firmly put themselves uh in it, it i would say you know it, it basically it's going to be a, a a cack fight between the hustle and the uh and the soul for uh who who ends up that that number two spot in the uh in the division i think yeah um i i think so i think if austin gets this dub i think that's it um Honestly, because I don't think Austin has anyone else they had to go up against. So, 
Okay. Uh, Atlanta, yeah. I think Austin, all, all Austin has to do is play Atlanta and then Tampa and Dallas in any order. Um, yeah. Atlanta's got Austin, and then they have South Carolina this weekend. And then after that, Indianapolis at home. I don't think that would be that big of a deal, though. Yeah, well, we will have more breakdown of these games later this week when we, we get some, hopefully we get some odds uh, this week. WTF, mate, I can't believe they did that to you. Uh, yeah, that's another thing I was pissed about. This this book that we don't speak of needs to pick it up. They need to get someone. It's not that hard to set these lines. They're, they've, they're scared They've been right doing now. so good for so many weeks, and then they, yeah. they do this to, to you, and they do this to depriving the people from double a double dose of RVG on the on the Tilted Land chart. Dude, Rod was excited to make some picks. We're gonna. I talked yeah. to Rod. We may have Rod back on as a guest. Uh, oh yes, yes. Guest Rod to make some picks with us. Rod, Rod, anytime is welcome. I, I yeah. love work, working with Rod quite a bit. Uh, I mean, but we'll we will get into next week. Hell, who knows? Maybe we'll convince Rod to get on the next episode. Uh, to since he was uh, had this that this past episode robbed from him by uh <sighs> by the book. Uh. So, I mean, we'll be back. We've got some big games to talk about. I'm talking about, mm-hmm. uh, we're talking quiet bangers, DC and Philly. We're talking, Ooh. we're talking loud bangers. We're talking Minnesota and Chicago. Uh, we're talking throwdowns in the South, Austin and Carolina, or sorry, Atlanta and Carolina. It's going to be, it's going to be a good week. Uh, there's going to be a lot yeah. to talk about. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to get into it, uh, next time. Zach, what do you have yeah, to say I've to got, people? I've got one thing to say. Tampa, Dallas, and uh, Detroit are walking down the street. Mm-hmm. They all tripped on their standards because they're set so low. Oh, wow. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm glad you said that because I thought I was afraid we were getting into a Mary Fuck Kill situation. <laughs> and that, I don't There's know. No way <laughs> that hurts a lot of feelings. That hurts a lot of feelings when you get into it. I, I would that's, marry that's, Detroit. They become my darling. That's what I learned from I my time. My time in in the uh, the county jails when you when you just pay, play MFK with the you know the people who are or who are around you. Just feelings get hurt, and uh, you have to talk it out. You know, um, I've never been to jail. Uh, hence me Thanks still God. being alive. Still me that's being alive. Fun. That's your first clue that I uh, have never been in jail. Um, but yeah, we'll be back. Uh, I might edit that portion out. We will see. Uh, that's it for me. Chase Sessions, the Wolf of Oakland. That is that is it for, for Zach Um Avello. That is it for the Tilted Land Shark Podcast brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And, uh, you know, I need to uh, do a little work on some siding around my house. And uh, I hope I'm able to find my hammer because hammer or you're nothing. We'll catch you next time.